Hey, Grace. Yeah, David? Do you want to go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back Back to to the the best. best. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Back to the Best. I'm David. And I'm Grace, and this is our podcast where we talk about all the best things from the 90s to the 2000s, which is also known as the best times. To all our first-time listeners, welcome. To all our former besties returning, welcome back. And welcome back to our now, like our kind of like our Monday thing, our little quarantine binge series. Oh, we love a quarantine binge series because honestly, that's all every anybody is doing is binging series. It's, I have my three that I'm going through right now that I just like alternate throughout the day going through. Oh, I told you yesterday, we are binging um, Shit's Creek. Yes. Uh, are you on season one? We're on season two. I think we're on episode two of season two. Um, we, didn't, we didn't not watch it for any reason at all. We just didn't get around to it. And then my brother was talking about it. My, I saw like people's posts because it ended. And I was like, I've heard such great things. So we just put it on and I am obsessed. I love it's- everybody in it. It's so good. Every single character. Like, it's insane how good it is. The actor, the main family, they are so incredible. Like, oh my God, I I cannot wait to watch it. It's so, so good. I'm getting so frustrated because I don't know what is up. Whenever I go to Pop TV and try to watch the newest season, I'll like put in the direct TV info and then it just keeps not working. And I, oh, it's really bothering me. That's what's happening with me and the Kardashians. Because for some reason, when I go to log on to the E app, it will not let me log in. And I don't know why. That that is so frustrating. Come on, E. Come on, Pop TV. Come on, please. Uh, uh. Uh, Well, we're not here to talk about either of those shows, although they are great. They're great, great, great shows. But maybe another day we will dive into either one of those. But today we're going to talk about another really, really great show that coincidentally to Schitt's Creek, it did just end. Uh, it ended on Wednesday last week. Yes, they had a like behind the scenes episode and then an hour long finale. And it's the one and only Modern Family. Yes, it is. Uh, it's watching shows that go on for so long like that. It's so weird thinking about how we were still in high school whenever we started watching this show. I know I have a few seasons on DVD and I remember I got them a bit, I got them when it was already on for a few seasons, but oh my God, I, from the second I watched, I don't even remember if I watched them in order. I must've like caught an episode. I was absolutely hooked. Like I loved Cam. Cam is my favorite character from the show. Like without a doubt, my mom and I are obsessed with him, but the whole cast is so good. Everyone, did you see Sarah Hyland's interview where she said how disappointed she was with this season and her character? No. Why was she disappointed? She said something along the lines of she didn't like the way that they made... Okay, we're just going to say this now. If you haven't watched the last season, or maybe even the last episode, maybe you should stop listening to us right now, because we're probably going to say spoilers. Um, But she said that she did not like how they made her character have twins and then be a struggling mom. She wanted to be like a badass working mom. Huh. And then she said she wasn't in that many episodes this last season and that she doesn't read the scripts whenever she's not in them. And whenever she watched the one where she found out that her grandpa on the show passed away, 
and they didn't write Haley into the funeral episode, she did not like that. That's a good point. Why wouldn't they write her in? That's really weird. That's what, yeah, she was like, I had to learn about technically my grandpa dying the same way everyone else did. That's weird. Okay, I can't, I'm with her on that one. That's really weird that they, there must have been some reason, but that's really weird that they didn't write her in. Um, yeah. Well, that's a shame because you don't want to go out on that kind of a note. Right? And I know I was seeing, so again, the show just ended and obviously no one knew we were going to be in the middle of this pandemic. And I think all of the cast, they were supposed to do like press and their final interviews and stuff. Um, And I think, but what they did instead was they all kind of video chatted into Jimmy Kimmel after the show. And that was like their final thing. Oh yeah. I did not watch that interview. Did you? I didn't watch it, but I saw like, I saw a little clip, like screen grabs from it. Okay. If you haven't heard of this show, I mean, I I was, one of the things that they said, so as we mentioned in the last episode, there was an out, it was like a two hour event. And the first hour was a behind the scenes, um, kind of like interview documentary style um, episode. And it was just all about the show. I feel like it was so necessary because this show was on for so many years. And one of the things that they mentioned, they were talking about how when the show first started getting popular, it won like every single award it was up for. And like that hosts of like, I think, was it the Golden Globes or the Emmys, whatever they were at, um, the host of that award show would be like, welcome back to the Modern Family Show because like they would win every single time. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like most people love this show because it's really hard not to love. It is because it's one of those shows where there's got to be a character anybody can relate to. Yeah, there's so many of them. It made me want to go back. I I keep committing to too many shows to rewatch and binge, but it made me want to go back and watch it from the beginning. I know. I I have to grab them. I have a few seasons. Like maybe- I have a couple of them. Yeah. It's such an easy, like, even a background show to have on. It's such a good one. Um, um, were you content with the finale? Yeah, to be yeah. honest. I mean, I really, I thought the finale was, oh, it was fine. I was not, I'm gonna, I did not shed a single tear in the finale. I think I shed, I think I shed one. It was whenever, again, you guys, stop listening if you haven't watched the episode. Uh, it's whenever they realized that the house is going to be empty and seeing them get sad about that made me shed one. But that the, was really the part that made me sad was when they showed that behind the scenes clip in the first episode. I teared up like five times in the behind the scenes episode when the actual episode aired. I don't know because sometimes it's hard to know when they're like being just overly dramatic or when they're being actually serious. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I didn't. I didn't even tear up. But I, I liked it. I thought that it made sense to wrap up the show. It just, I guess it didn't feel real. Like, it didn't seem like yeah. it was actually over. So, I don't know. I thought it was good, though. It was cute. I, 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 what else are they really supposed to do? Yeah. And everyone's, like, stories wrapped up, like, in a positive way. And Yeah, that's true. They didn't leave, like, anything. I don't, I don't think anyone would be upset. I mean, I guess besides Sarah Highland, but... No, Sarah's so mad. She's so mad. Don't get her started. 
Um, see, we're just gonna tell you guys some, uh, this, is, this is a show that's gonna be very hard to try to fit in to our little short episodes. Yeah, so we'll talk a little bit about like the actual show and then maybe just some fun facts. Um, because again, this show went on for like, what was it, 11 seasons? Yeah. That's a long time. I mean, those kids grew up on the show. They were so little. If you look at any pictures from when the show started, they were so little. Um, but of course, it, it's an American television mockumentary family sitcom. And it was created by Christopher Lloyd and Stephen Leviton, which they talked about it. And they've kind of said this before, but a lot of the show was based off of their real life experiences. And even when they talked about the writer's room, the same thing would happen was they would have like real life family situations and they would bring it into the show. It ran for 11 seasons, as we mentioned. So it started on September 23rd, 2009, and ended on April 8th in 2020, which of course just happened. Mm -hmm. uh, it follows the lives of Jay Pritchett and his family, all whom live in suburban Los Angeles. Pritchett's family includes his second wife, their son, and his stepson, as well as two adult children and their respective husbands and children. So there's a lot of people in this show. Um, and the show addresses the changing social norms and culture throughout the 2010s. I have to say, I'm so grateful that this started in 2009 so that we're allowed to talk about it on this podcast. <laughs> I know, you guys. We're in the clear by one year, thank God. But we also <laughs> really wanted to talk about it because it just ended. And, and yeah, it's fresh on the brain. Uh, I also like how they were able to end it on the 250th episode. Yeah, that is a real, they probably, they maybe gave that a little bit of thought ahead of time, but that is a good idea. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Um, and that's another one that whenever we're allowed to go outside, all their houses are in LA. Yeah, we'll definitely go to them. Like, without a doubt, we just can't go outside right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my favorite things about this show is the mockumentary style that they had. They, they really, a lot of the characters break the fourth wall. Like there are interview segments where obviously you're watching them live their life and then they'll be sitting down talking to the camera. Oh yeah. And then I feel like especially Phil, whenever he's doing a scene, will just like glance at the camera. Oh Yeah. I did see that there was actually an explanation for the mockumentary style that we were just talking about. Um, so Modern Family was initially conceived as a documentary as a, like a documentary show about a Dutch filmmaker who had lived with the Pritchetts years ago as a teenage ex exchange student and came back to the US as an adult to film them. So I guess that's what they were originally gonna do. Um, but that got cut before Modern Family entered production because the show creators, Stephen Christopher, decided that he was not necessary for the show. Um, but the show was shot in a documentary style, maybe because of that. But they, yeah, I guess they were going to have some guy come back and live with them who was a foreign exchange student. And that was going to explain oh. why they there because he was going to film them. But then they, they that, that is one thing you never find out why they're being filmed. <laughs> yeah. So they clearly had, like, they had an idea in mind, which that would have made sense because he was a filmmaker, this guy that, this exchange student that lived with them. But I guess they decided it wasn't necessary, but they kept, they kept it. Okay. It um, back, back to the award show. They won literally every award the first few seasons. 
And all the actors and actresses in the show during the first season made a pact that whenever they were submitting for different awards, they would never put themselves in a leading role category. They only would put themselves in supporting roles. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I know that. That's really cool. So Ed O'Neill, who obviously was in the show Married with Children, exclaimed that whenever he read the script, he knew that it was a winner and that the show would last for 10, at least 10 years. And he would have to help Sofia Vergara understand her lines and jokes that were too difficult to translate due to the language difference. I know. poor Well, because it was clearly an American show. The show was actually originally going to be called My American Family. Yeah. So Sofia Vergara has a very thick accent. Um, so, but they, when they showed a lot of the bloopers with her, that was really, really fun. Oh my God, so good. Yeah. Oh, there's a little bit more. Yeah, so they, they again, it was going to have a Dutch filmmaker live in their house and they were going to have, they, he was going to develop a crush on Claire while Mitchell had a crush on him. They had a whole storyline. Oh my God. Oh. Well, obviously they ended up ditching that and they changed the name to Modern Family. Um, and they had pitched the series to CBS, NBC, and ABC. CBS, which was not ready to make a big commitment to the single camera style of filming, rejected the series. NBC, already broadcasting The Office and Parks and Rec, decided against taking on a third mockumentary style show. That actually makes sense. Um, so ABC was the last one and lucky for them, they accepted the pitch for this show. Um, and the pilot episode tested positively with focus groups resulting in the network ordering 13 episodes and adding it to the 2009-2010 fall lineup days ahead of ABC's official schedule announcement. The series was given a full season pickup in October 2009. So they were pretty much a success from the second they started. It is one of those things where like, you know, he said he read the script and knew it. Like, I feel like everyone loved the show from the pilot. Oh, yeah. Which, speaking of and the pilot, the fact that Julie Bowen was pregnant with twins during the first episode. And I had no idea. You totally cannot tell that she was at all. No, that's insane. Um, it is tied with Frasier for the most consecutive Emmy wins five years in a row for Outstanding Comedy Series. It won from 2010 to 2014. Wow. This show is so freaking pop. Like, they won everything. Literally everything. It's, I mean, I feel like every year there's always that one show that's winning. Like, Fleabag won almost every award. Or, like, yeah. uh, Mrs. Maisel. But, like, five years in a row at least, it was Modern Family winning everything. In its first season, which is crazy for a first season, the show became the sixth highest rated scripted show in America and the third highest rated new show. Aided by winning the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Comedy Series, the show's second season became the highest rated show on Wednesday on premiere week and also rose to 34% from the previous season among adults between ages 18 and 49. Oh wow. my God. The success of the show has been positively compared to The Cosby Show, and during 2010 to 2011 season, Modern Family was the highest rated scripted show, right behind The Big Bang Theory and Two and a Half Men. So it was Dang. the- That's insane. Oh my gosh. Uh, Phil is definitely one of my favorite characters. And it says that it was a very lengthy process getting Ty Burrell cast as Phil, 
because ABC had its reservations after he had previously starred in a 2007 production called Back to You. And he was a dull character and they were also looking for a well-known actor to play Phil. They thought he didn't have the ability to play a main character, but then the creators insisted. Steve Levitan then had an idea to film Ty and Sarah Hyland at his own home just to give a preview of what the show would look like. And then that won the network over and he was cast. It's hard to it's hard to picture like them not being casted cast as who they are because it was on for this long. Um, but Craig T. Nelson was actually offered the role of Jay, which I could totally see him playing. I Jay, could see that. Like without a doubt. Um, but it said, like many things in Hollywood, Nelson's decision to pass on the project came down to money. He said, I really wanted to do Modern Family. I really liked the script and liked the people. I just said, you know what? I've been doing this too long. We're in the middle of cutbacks here in Hollywood and salaries have gone way, way down. I just felt disrespected to tell you the truth. But I mean, it was the first season of a show. Yeah. And maybe that's why they had trouble getting some like really mainstream actors to play all the characters because it's like they didn't know if it was going to be good or not. That's very true. Oh, I get they actually had a set of twins playing baby Lily at first. Yeah, they switched her out, I think, in like season two or three. Yeah, it says the twins hated it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, was they, she, Lily was initially played by twin sisters Ella and Jaden Hiller. The baby girls appeared in the series for the first two seasons, but acting quickly wore on them. As their mom, Michelle, explained to Women's Day, she said halfway through season two, their personalities started to develop develop and it was really clear to us that they weren't enjoying their time on set so we told the producers the girls would not be coming back the producers apparently tried to sway them with more money but they wouldn't budge wow Wow. that's a good parent though because the amount of child actors that are messed up right now because their parents just wanted money that's so true that's a really really good parent because that had to be hard to turn down as like a parent seeing how much money their kids were making it and now one two-year-old and seeing what it became, oh my God. Um, if you, you know, didn't hear us the first five times where we said how popular this show was, President Barack Obama cited Modern Family as his favorite show and his 2012 opponent, Mitt Romney, also claimed that the show was his favorite. If that's not enough of a reason for you to watch it, anything that Barack enjoys, we all enjoy. And this just says, indicating that the mass appeal of the show is received by democrats and republicans (laughs) that's so true it's liked by everyone it's really hard not to like um eric stone street is seen in the show dressed up as a clown sometimes so this is fizbo and it is real because eric stone street did dress up as a clown before he was ever on this show. He said that he even told them in his audition process and they were like, okay, we have to see this. Like we have to have this clown back. That's so cool. I love that. The writers wrote Jesse Tyler Ferguson's attempt at coming out into the show. I don't think that ever happened, did it? Well, it says in real life, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, who producers originally wanted for the role of Cam, which is, I could see, Um, had to come out to his father three times in order for him to accept it. So the writers made that part of Mitchell's story. Oh, okay. I guess there's not one official thing because he comes out to Jay like a million times. Yeah. That's so sweet though when Jay finally, when they get married. I know. finally there for him. It's so sweet. 
Britney Spears was offered a role during the middle of season three, but by the time producers heard from her people, they already had the season fully planned and she mm. didn't get that role. Write her in, figure something out. She's got to be there. Honestly, if we could only go back in time. Honestly. So many of the writers used to work on Frasier and both these shows famous for their high level of wit and ingenuity. Christopher Lloyd was also showrunner at Frasier. And then one thing I never realized was that I guess a bunch of shows use the same license plate number. Oh, really? And this license plate, 2GAT123, is the license plate on Cameron and Mitchell's car, but it was also the same as Larry David's on Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's been used in Beverly Hills Cop, LA Story, Go, Traffic, Pay It Forward, Crazy Beautiful, She's No Angel, National Security, Harsh Times, and SWAT, and Two and a Half Men, and Chuck. That same license plate. Oh my God. Should we get that? I think we have to. I wonder if you can because it was used in so many things. I'm assuming not since it's, I wonder, because I know like, you know, phone numbers have to have like the 555 or some kind of number like to make sure that it's not a real number. I wonder if they must have to do the same thing with license plates. They probably do. And that brings us to the next section of our episode, license plates. (laughs) License plates, but back to the biast. I love that the whole fill where he trips down the stairs and says he's going to fix that step was an improvised thing in the first season that ended up staying in the show the whole time. That bit used to crack me up every single time. And they showed that in the behind the scenes in the first part, they said there never actually was one step that he used every time. Like they don't, he just kind of like tripped at some point and that would become the step. That's so funny. Oh, there was a secret dog. Speaking of dogs, Jay and Gloria's dog, Stella, was played by a French bulldog named Brigitte in seasons two and three, then replaced by another dog named Beatrice. The animal acting agency in charge of subleasing Brigitte dropped her as a client for unknown reasons. Oh, my God. Poor Brigitte. And I think, I don't know... Oh, wait. Oh, this is funny because in the show, Luke was kind of like ditzy, but Luke Dunphy, the actor, is actually a genius. Yeah. I think I remember hearing that. Um, Nolan Gould is Luke. His character may not be bright, but he has always been a member of Mensa since he was four years old. He has an IQ of 150 and graduated from high school when he was 13. That's crazy. That's crazy. There's one episode where you see Ed O'Neill reading a newspaper and it says that the prop newspaper that they had him reading was also used in his other sitcom, Married with Children, which also went for 11 seasons. Oh, that's cool. I wonder how they got that. I wonder if that was like a part of like why they went 11 seasons. I wonder if he had any say. Yeah. Oh my God, there was a Facebook petition for Mitchell and Cam to kiss. It says, in 2010, the Let Cam and Mitchell Kiss on Modern Family Facebook petition was launched. In September of that year, the characters kissed on camera for the first time in the background of a scene. Ah, Yeah, it says that since ABC airs Modern Family and that's technically owned by Disney, that makes it a groundbreaking first for Disney to basically have, like, main characters be out and gay. I'm glad about that, though. 
Like even they yeah. kind of said a little bit in the documentary about how much that like kind of impacted people. Yeah, because it says it was very controversial at the time. The creators were worried people wouldn't even give the show a chance, but they were very determined to depict Mitch and Cam just like any other family. Hmm. This says the house that was used for the Dumfries house was actually empty. Um, it was used for exterior shots. And for the first few seasons, it was inhabited. Now that the home has been sold, the studio pays a fee to the owners every time. So I guess at the time it started, nobody lived there. Interesting. Before, I, I know I drove by it once. Yeah, it says before it was sold, it was totally empty. All of the interior shots were and continue to be filmed on a soundstage, but they obviously were able to get the outside shots. That is, yeah, we definitely need to go as soon as we can and do a vlog visiting Modern Family locations. Cause that is a show that like, you know, it is a sitcom, but it's not in front of an audience. So they actually would go on location to places too. So there's probably so many places we could go. Oh, that's so true. Cause even like, you know, any sitcom, whenever you see them driving there, it's like super fake with a green screen. But here they even says in these notes that they would, you know, hook up a camera and go drive. The fact that the main casting director, Jeff Greenberg for, 10 main characters had to watch and like meet over 1400 people is insane. I know that when they even talked about that, it's like how many possible people could they have turned down? Like they're really particular when it comes to casting, obviously. Yeah. The only two major holidays that they do not portray at least one time in the show is Easter and Memorial Day. Oh. They do Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's, Mother's Day, Father's Day, and Independence Day. Independence Day. Ah, great song. So the show only ran for 11 years, but technically it went for three decades since it started in 2009 and it ended in 2020. Oh, that's true. Ooh, their house, the, the Dumphy's house sold for $2.15 million. Uh, we should have bought it. Should have bought it. <laughs> there's yeah. one thing i always say we should have bought the, the dumpy's house <laughs> <laughs> say it all the time <laughs> um and then of course ed o'neill being in those very long sitcoms makes him the longest sitcom actor in history having appeared in over 500 sitcom episodes come on ed look at him go we'll end it on a high note with yes. Ed and his success. But you guys, I mean, that, that's just some fun facts. There's so many seasons of this show to watch and it truly has something for everyone. And there's so much going on, but it's also can be very relatable at times. Yeah, so if you haven't watched it or you need to get caught up, go on over to Hulu. Go on over to Hulu, check it out. And we highly recommend the behind the scenes episode that just aired. You can probably still find that on ABC's website. Oh yeah, it's so good. Yeah, and go and it's a great thing to watch, especially at a time like this. Again, all the shows that we're recommending, we do think are great to watch at a time like this. But this one has a lot of seasons, so you can definitely fill your time. Oh, it's gonna take up a lot of your time. Yeah, two hundred and fifty episodes. Yeah, but they fly by because they're only like twenty minutes when you take out the commercials. They do. They go by really, really quick. Um, so go check that out and you guys know where to find us. You can go to our Instagram and Twitter at BTTV podcast, Facebook and TikTok at back to the best. 
And of course, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash back to the best and our website, bttbpodcast.com. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys are all healthy. And that, that's our episode. That's Modern Family. We got a new video coming out tomorrow and we'll be back with a full length podcast episode on Thursday. Oh yeah. With another guest. Yeah. Tune in to see who it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, everyone have a a fantastic day and tune in next time where we are going to keep taking you back to the best. Bye. (laughs)